You're listening to Through the Fire Podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Through the Fire podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we're going to be kicking off our season three wrap up. We're just going to be highlighting some of the episodes that we've previously discussed, and we're just going to jump right in. We started season three talking about bullying, and we talked about just the epidemic of bullying. Also, Cedricia and myself, we talked about some of our personal experiences with bullying. Uh, me, not necessarily, but you know what my daughter experienced as far as bullying. We also talked about the different types of bullying. We talked about cyberbullying, relational bullying, verbal, physical, sexual, and prejudicial bullying. And we also talked about, you know, when you think about bullying, a lot of times we think about young people, we think about children. But we also discussed in this episode how bullying is just not for childhood. It also, you know, Bullying is a real thing in adulthood as well. So, you know, we just wanted to bring some awareness with that and just give out some ideas about how to make ourselves aware, how to address those issues with bullying. And we were just talking about how to just love on each other and um, not be so aggressive towards each other. Also, we talked about there's something in my eye. Episode 63. We talked about how easy it is to find fault in others and how sometimes it's not that easy to find fault in ourselves. In that episode, we talked about self-introspection and also self-reflection, just the importance of that. And, you know, I think we went to the scripture as well, and we talked about, you know, where it talks about in the scripture about having looking at the toothpick in someone else's eye and having a plank in your own eye. So we just covered a lot of things about self-introspection and not being so hard on others and looking at other shortcomings and not, you know, willing to look at our own. Also, Dreesy, you talked about unlocking your genius, getting to that greatness on the inside of us. And also, Dreesy, you talked about how trauma Oftentimes, how trauma can suppress greatness. In that episode, you talk about the importance of being authentic. And sometimes, you know, you have to go against the grain to achieve greatness. You discuss that. You were encouraging everyone to be who you are called to be. Be aware of your unique makeup. That's exactly what was discussed under Unlock Your Genius. Then we moved on and we talked about the success of trauma or the trauma of success. You know, a lot of times people want to reach the highest peak of their lives in different areas, but they have no clue sometimes what comes with that. It's a cost to everything. So in that episode, you were discussing 
highlighted moments in your life and some very important moments in your life that you were achieving certain things and you was just noticing, you know, the response and even just how it made you feel in in some some of those moments of success. I know in that episode you were discussing about the isolation part of it. You was also talking about sometimes when you achieve certain things, just the silence that comes with it and how traumatizing the silence can be when you're doing certain things. I guess sometimes we have certain expectations that people would be just as excited as we are about our achievements. But a lot of times success comes with jealousy, whatever they call, you know, haters. And you're not always celebrated along the way. But in that episode, also, Dreesy, you were talking about just even creating a safe haven or a place to thrive on your own. Okay, so for bullying, some of the things I remember is reminding us that a lot of times bullies may have been bullied. And so having that compassion for them, right? And I remember writing down things such as bullies are insecure. Bullies can also be teddy bears. Bullies may be operating in their trauma. They too could be very much so be traumatized. They also could very much so have undealt with trauma. They need love. And a lot of times they may feel threatened. And so just that reminder with the bullying situation to also ask that. I like the question that Oprah just came out with a book, like what happened to you? What happened to you? So when we encounter someone who may be coming across as a bully or or, or something along that lines, uh, having as you know compassion and just and just asking yourself, well, what has their journey been? What has their experience been that is causing them to show up as a bully or to show up in a certain way? And then there's something in my eye. Absolutely, everything you said. We did refer to the scripture talking about taking the speck out in your own eye first. But I remember mentioning that like our frustrations with other people can also reveal things that about us that we need to work on as well. And so always ask yourself, start with you and then flow out. It's also a little bit of what we talked about because we have blind spots. And so you, it doesn't even hurt to invite someone else on that journey because of our blind spots. So other people will be able to give us perspectives that are outside of ourselves, give us information that's outside of ourselves. And absolutely with unlocking your genius, I think I mentioned too, like some of the greats went against the status quo. And so I mentioned people like Nelson Mandela and MLK Jr. and Eleanor Roosevelt and Mahatma Gandhi and the fact that in some kind of way they went against the status quo. And so unlocking your individual genius is so very important because do you want to fit in or do you want to stand out and be the person that you've been, been created to be? And who knows, right? That may change the course of history. That may make a great and positive impact on the nation, on the world on your community. And so just honing in on unlocking your genius, but absolutely trauma can stop us from doing that. And so you always pointing back to making sure that you always are having that, that goal of trauma to triumph because you can get stuck in trauma. And then of course it can start hindering all of those other areas like unlocking your genius. And then, yeah, the trauma of success. I remember sharing this item called the dilemma of dopeness by Apostle Brian Meadows, and he stated a few things. And this was just a post that I saw on social media where he said, when you're great at what you do, people expect you to win and may not acknowledge or celebrate you or your wins. 
not knowing like that, whoever that person is, they may need that affirmation. They may need that moment of encouragement. He said, you don't get as many compliments as people think you do or as others would compliment someone who's outwardly weak is what he said. He said, it can be a lonely place. And then another post was actually by, I think, I believe he's a pastor, Antoine Jackson, where he, yes, he did mention things like elevation and success is lonely and it can cause separation and anxiety. And he also did speak on just the silence of it speaking loud. So not sure if you all follow those two people, but Antoine Jackson, that's A-N-T-W-A-I-N Jackson, and then Apostle Brian Meadows. Those were two posts that I came along as it pertains to the trauma of success for those episodes. That was good, Dreesy. Thank you so much. And we're moving right along. And again, we're talking about change your diet. That was one of the episodes. It talked about how our intake will often affect our output. So we were talking about changing your diet sometimes when it comes to relationships. Sometimes you need to change your diet when it comes to your mental diet. That means like, you know, what are you intaking all the time? Is it just social media? Is it just Netflix? Are you taking in things that will add value to you? Or, you know, we were just highlighting those as well. Also, we were talking about your nutritional intake. Are we just eating junk food? Are we just eating snacks? Or are we being mindful with our health and, you know, just trying to take in the best things that will keep us healthy and keep us whole? And also, we move right along and we start talking about environment is everything. Environment is everything. This is where I shared about the plant story, you know, about the plant story. I had this plant at my job, you know, that someone gave me. And long story short, the young lady was retiring. So I asked for the plant. And just a few weeks later, I discovered the plant was dying. And a young lady passed by and she was some kind of plant expert. And she just enlightened me and told me that the plant was dying because it needed more room. And then I just got this revelation, of you know, from that plant. You know, a lot of times we too, as people, we need more room. We need more room to flourish. We need more room to grow. And then it just takes certain atmospheres or environments for things to to produce or reproduce or to be healthy. And, you know, some environments take away and some environments change. And a lot of times, you know, I've discovered even walking out some things in my own life that change is not always easy. And a lot of times when we're challenged to change our environments, it's calling us to come out of our comfort zone. And that could be scary for a lot of people. And I think also, Dreesy, in this episode, you shared about the, the fish. It mm-hmm. says, How to Change Fish Tank Water by Amy Flowers, who I believe is a doctor. She said, It is important to remember that your fish's overall health is a direct reflection of their aquarium. So she said, Maintaining a clean tank will improve their well being and lengthen their life. So I said, If it's like this with plants and fish, then we must know that it applies to us as well. I think another thing that stood out to me in this article is at one point, she mentioned that waste converts into chemicals such as nitrate and phosphate. So pretty much what I understood that as is like, hey, if we don't clean up our environment or maintain our environment, then it's going to be some things that are going to be in our environment that are going to be toxic to us. 
And I remember that even in at one portion of the episode, I talked about how a lot of our environment in some situations, not all, is up to us. Portions of our environment are up to us, especially like our home, you know, what we allowed to, to take place in our homes. And, and so just remembering that, you know, which situation is it? If you're in a job situation, it may be a little different, right? If you're in another situation, it may be that you can have a lot of control over, you know, your environment. And so making sure that, that, that we're aware of that, right? And that if it is in our hands to do what we need to do to help us. That's right. That's right. And then we move right along, Dreesy, and we talked about discernment. That was a really good episode. And we were actually talking about discernment and what it was. And we decided, or, you know, at least the definition says it's the ability to see what's not seen. It's the ability to judge well. It is actually seeing beyond. And um, we also talked about and um, discovered that discernment is a spiritual gift. It is a spiritual gift. So we went into the little story. We were talking about Paul and Paul was on his journey, I believe with some of the other disciples. And they came across this young lady with an unclean spirit. And she was giving a lot of praise to Paul and the crew, but it was just something off about this young lady. So it wasn't like you say what she was saying. It was the spirit behind what she was saying. And and Paul discerned that it was not the spirit of God. So that was just a very good example in the Bible about discernment. And also you were sharing a book that you were reading at that time. It's called The Discerner by James Gall. Oh, yeah. And how he talked about Ephesians 1, verse 3, 17 through 19. And he even talked about, you know, that popular phrase that we all may be familiar with is like opening the eyes of our heart. Even that song, open the eyes of my heart, how that even directly relates to discernment. And it's more so, you know, hey, I want my spiritual sense of sight to be open more to heavenly things, to the things of God or to how God is leading me or to how God is directing me. And so we hear discernment a lot. But I love the fact that you just mentioned that it is a spiritual gift. And like if we're opening ourselves up, imagine what God can show us and reveal to us and how the heart, the word heart can symbolize, especially in that phrase, it can symbolize our inner self, our spirit and our eyes where it says, open the eyes of my heart. That's our spirit eyes. And so I also mentioned that, hey, you know, as people, we can have distortions in our visions, right? Some of us have to wear contacts and glasses. Some of us are nearsighted, farsighted, partially, completely vision impaired. And so, you know, if it's like that in the natural, then it can be that way in the spiritual. And so really just honing in and leaning into the discernment piece and asking God for that gift, right? You have to, some, some stuff is about asking him for, and he'll give it to you. And so if anybody is wanting to go deeper in that discernment area, I do recommend that book by James Gall for sure. That's good. And also, Dreesy, we were talking about just different ways people can have a keener discernment. We were talking about the importance of prayer oh, yeah. and how your prayer life will, will give you a keener discernment. Also, spending time in worship. We also mentioned quiet time with God can give you a better discernment. 
And definitely last but not least, we talked about the word of God, how the word of God gives us clarity and gives us truth. Because a lot of times, you know, the word, well, the word is truth. But if you don't know the truth, sometimes, you know, you won't recognize a lie if you don't know the truth. So it was just very important that we develop that gift. And like you say, a lot of times just ask for it, just ask for it. And it's a very beneficial gift. And you were saying how important it would be to have that gift for everyday life. So those are some of the things that we talked about in season three. And those were some very good episodes. So if you know you haven't listened to them yet, please feel free to go back and listen to those episodes. And just remember that we're overcoming. And you can too. Thank you for joining us this week on Through the Fire Podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire Podcast. You can also connect with Montez at The Poetic INSP and on Facebook as Montez Dove. You can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week. Thank you.